Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of An Evening in the Aughts. Uh, we are a nostalgia-based podcast where we talk about the early 2000s and early 2010s. I'm M. I'm Kay. And today we are continuing talking about Gossip Girl, but we also have some thoughts on current celebrity slash British royal family drama at the end of the episode. So keep stay tuned for that. And today we're covering um, Gossip Girl uh, season one episode nine, Blair Waldorf Waldor- eh, Waldorf must pie. What did yes. you think of this episode? Um, so I know that the Gossip Girl Thanksgiving episodes are really, like, iconic and popular. Like, people take memes from all the time and, like, I don't know. So it's the beginning Mm -hmm. of that whole, like, uh, series, I guess. And this one was okay, but, um, I don't know. I didn't really love anyone that much. And also Chuck wasn't in it, which I thought was weird. But, um, and Dan was annoying. And, yeah. So it wasn't my favorite. But what about you? I didn't mind it. Um, I actually have, I, <laughs> I liked more characters than I thought I would in this episode. Is it Rufus? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not Rufus. Although I didn't hate him as much as someone else. Allison. Oh, <clears throat> oh yeah, but, she's um, annoying. But yeah, so do you want to just start it? Should we just get started? Okay, so I wrote, it's Thanksgiving, y'all, and Gossip Girl's taking a break. Um, And then we flash back to Thanksgiving uh, last year, and Promiscuous Girl is playing in the background. Oh, that's what I knew it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And it's playing over Serena, who's drunk, and then Blair. They're, like, out shopping for Thanksgiving items or something. Or, no, like, just shopping. Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. night. And so, yeah, Promiscuous Girl is playing... um, Serena's outfit, um, I mean this in the least, like, least offensive, least harmful way. She's wearing a long leopard print coat and, like, a Forever 21 teal tunic. And she kind of reminds me of, like, what you see prostitutes wearing in movies. Do you know what I mean? Oh, it's like in 30 Rock when Jack Donaghy is doing Valentine's Day by himself and he picks up the one... um... I, I, I think we have to say sex worker now or something. Yeah, so um, I didn't mean, like, I'm just saying, like, that's yeah, what you see in movies, no. like, that outfit. And it, like, well, didn't look... Yeah like it matched to like well, i don't know this part i okay so obviously we know uh serena has a past which is really i i'm very sad that she was like a drunk or like an alcoholic in high she's school she's 16 or 15 at this point <laughs> like, yeah but i kind of i understand kind of how annoyed blair gets because think about it imagine you have your best friend you are the most sensible one you're probably the smarter one um, and you're still like very attractive, but everybody loves Serena because she's such a free spirit. However, you have to pick up the pieces constantly because she's always drunk and not taking care of herself and getting away with everything. And everybody calls you the bitch. I would be mad. <laughs> no, I would get annoyed, especially in this episode. Like, I don't understand why Serena can't just not be drunk. Like, you can't control that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Do we ever find out like how she became that way? She just has her literally um, just didn't raise her well they yeah i just that or something i don't know i think it's just because she's a rich kid and her mom just doesn't really care and so she's access to all these things and i don't yeah. know she's ha- experiences things earlier in life than most people would but True. um yeah so i just don't really i really didn't like her outfit i just felt like it was kind of cheap looking i guess like it and maybe it was like supposed her- to like she doesn't didn't have her life together so she also didn't look like it maybe 
But like the teal tunic looked like is from Forever 21. It was, it was horrible. <laughs> it did not go well with her jacket either. It just um, didn't look expensive. And that's what I usually no. expect from her. Right. But I have a question. So then we see Lonely Boy coming out of a pie shop. And Lonely Boy went all the way to Manhattan from Brooklyn to get a pie. Surely there is a pie place in Brooklyn. I don't understand I don't what. know either. He's such a weird... I uh, can stand <laughs> Lonely Boy. <laughs> well, how far is Brooklyn from Manhattan? I don't know anything well, about Well, consider City. traffic. I guess you could take, like, public transportation. Subway? But I don't know. I don't think it's, like, a hop, skip, and a jump. Like, I think it's kind of an effort. Like, it takes... You know? Like, I feel yeah. like it would take some time. But as he is, like, talking to his family, like, I'm getting the pie. Don't worry. It's not pie or not Thanksgiving without pie. He sees Serena walking out into the street drunkenly. And he's like, I got to save her. My beautiful Serena. And he comes up and talks to her. And he's like, hi, I met you last year. And she's like, oh, hi. Like, she is, she's drunk. And then I thought this was funny. Blair's like, stop touching her. Are you trying to take advantage of her? Like, Yeah. And then, oh, and then they just get into a cab to go back to um, Blair's house. And then Serena to, to Dan is like, bye, Dave. And that's kind of a flashback of how Thanksgiving was the year before. I would be so mad if the pies I went traveled all the way to Manhattan for got crushed by like a stupid oh, yeah, girl in the middle of the road. Like, I'd be so mad. But it's but, also his crunch, so I guess it's fine. It's okay. It was worth the whatever eighty dollars for those pies. Yeah, I <laughs> probably. I don't understand. Also, I thought Rufus was an amazing cook, so why couldn't he make his own pie? Hmm? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so then it's present day, and or you know Thanksgiving right now, and Dan and Serena are on the phone, and Serena's like, "I'm spending Thanksgiving with the Waldorf's," which do they do every year? Because, like, Lily doesn't cook or anything or something like that? Uh, yeah. I th- yeah, it sounds like it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. Lonely Boys, um, I guess, at the Humphreys, they're preparing Thanksgiving food. And they keep saying things like, this is so much heavy cream. Is it good? In- or, like, will it be good for our arteries? And then Allison's like, we get a free pass on Turkey Day. And can I just say, I don't like when people say Turkey Day in reference to Thanksgiving. Does that bother you as well? Yeah, I also have another thing I hate in movies. Um, okay, so, okay, I also hate too, uh, <laughs> especially the, the Humphreys. So everybody in that family is probably, is very thin, you know, especially yeah. the women. And the fact that I hated the thing about the cream. First of all, how dare you even bring that up? And then also, have you noticed in movies, whenever a girl, like an attractive woman is like cooking in the kitchen, she's always licking her fingers and eating and like snacking and stuff. And I feel like that they do it on purpose. Serena did it. Allison did it. Lil J did it. I noticed Eleanor did not do it. And I love Eleanor. I (laughs) I just think it's such a weird, it's like me, I love eating. And then it's like, obviously (laughs) you are, sadly, you probably have to diet, but it's like, I just, yeah, I agree with Turkey Day. I also hate how Rufus called mashed potatoes the mashed. (laughs) (laughs) I have so many things. And I just feel like Allison's trying so, so hard, which I guess, yeah, she's their mom. But Rufus is falling for it. And Rufus. 
They're going to get hurt, as Lonely Boy would say, or as the Gossip Girl would say. Yeah, because, yeah, Allison's like, I know I bought too much food, but I wanted this to be special. And Dan is like, I think that's called guilt. And then, like, Lil J, okay, okay, this other thing. Lil J is like, Dan, on this side of the kitchen, we choose to be positive. And then Rufus pulls a knife out, and he's like, yeah, Dan, what's it going to be? Just LOLs all around, I guess. I just, I don't like the Humphreys right now. (laughs) Imagine being in a family that boring and unfunny. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, then, at and the, then we, I think it's a flashback again, isn't it? Uh, no, it's not. Oh no, Sorry. they're just at the Waldorf. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, wait, it is a flashback because Serena's there. Right? Yeah, I think. Or no, is it? No, no, no. It's re- it's real life. Because, oh, it's real, okay, it's real life. <laughs> no, I got confused too because so um, Blair. Obviously, we find out her dad is in living in France with his boyfriend and then, but she thinks he's coming for Thanksgiving. So she, they always make a pumpkin pie together. She's like, I'm so excited for my dad. And Serena's like, Brie, you're never this positive unless something's going good with a boy. Uh, how is Nate? And then she's like, oh, I don't know. Blah, blah. And then how is Chuck? She always says Chuck, like Chuck. With the hard Kate. <laughs> like breathing after. And she's like, how would I know? And she's like, Brie, I saw you having sex with Chuck. And it all comes out. Well, and then, yeah, Blair, she says a ton of things. All I wrote down is that she's like, are you jealous you didn't sleep with him first? Or, like, she kind of offends <laughs> really mean. Serena. And then she's I like, like, no, she says, are you jealous you didn't sleep with him first? There had to be someone left on the Upper East Side. And then Serena, oh. like, is like, I'm done. And then she <laughs> puts I will say, there. Serena is a good friend this episode, and Blair is so mean to her. Yeah. No, I, I just... I didn't I was surprised Serena went back to help her. Like I don't know. Yeah, just no one really like shown for me in this episode or like I just didn't see You know like, who did actually? Who was else? Lily. <laughs> you know, no but, uh, kind of. I don't know. <laughs> I, I loved I'll get to it. But <laughs> I really was like, maybe I do like you, Lily. Like <laughs> everyone know. has their moments of like, oh, I kinda like what you said or like you're funny or whatever. Yeah. But like right now this episode is just not doing it for me. Yeah. And then so I just put before we go back to the Vanderwoods, since I just put that Blair's mom, Eleanor, looks pretty. And that's it, kind of. That's all I have about Yeah. House. And like Blair, like she's like, I uninvited the Vanderwoods in. So then uh, yeah. we see Lily, Eric, and Serena. They, I think they're in Chinatown and because yeah. everything else is closed. And they're going to try to get ingredients, I guess, for dinner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I actually have a question about this because I know for a fact in LA, there are restaurants open on Thanksgiving. So I find it hard to believe that there is not a restaurant that serves Thanksgiving food open in New York city. I just find that very difficult to believe. Well, and they have like hundreds of millions of dollars. Like you really didn't have any backup plans or any like oh, chef, personal chef that can just drop everything for you. Or like, I just thought that was kind of down. Like you couldn't fly somewhere. Like, just on a whim. No, you couldn't drive. Yeah, there's so many ways, but I think they're just lazy. But yeah, they're going around and like, Lily, me, I don't cook. How about a pumpkin? Like, okay. <laughs> no, I wrote, what will you do with that, Lily? I like thought that was really dumb, but I know they're just trying to yeah. like make her look clueless. But then mm-hmm. Dan calls Serena and he, like, she kind of explains the situation. And then he's like, come over to my house, come over to the loft, and then like bring your family over. And then he didn't check with Allison and Rufus before he invited Serena. No, because I think he probably wants to make Allison mad. He doesn't like he doesn't oh. know the Lily thing, but he's like, you know what? I'm going to do what I want. Like he doesn't know that it's actually worse than how what he thinks it is. But he's I, like, you know what? I don't care. 
I that's an interesting take on him inviting her because I thought it was just because he was clueless and was like, oh, it's my girlfriend. She come over and like didn't think to ask his parents. But like maybe he was trying to spy Allison and like ruin their perfect family Thanksgiving. But he like did I more think a damage. Little bit. I think it's clear um, from the morning before where he said that the mom was guilty. Mm-hmm. I think he's kind of like being like, you know what, mom? I can do what I want now. No rules. This is not a family thing anymore. <laughs> so I kind of think that a little bit. Yeah. But- but, um, so then we do, this is the flashback. Oh, yeah. Oh, and both, uh, Lily's like, oh, the Humphreys. I do not know the dad, no. And then we do the flashback. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, so that's last year, and they're at the Waldorf's, and Blair and her dad are in the kitchen, and then Serena's licking her fingers while eating again. Um, <laughs> it's also revealed that Blair, or no, like, it's insinuated that Blair has, like, an eating disorder. Um, it sounds like it's like bulimia. Yeah. Because she's binging and then she'll throw it up. Yeah. Which is sad. So then Eleanor is like trying to be like to the dad, like, maybe we shouldn't like encourage her to eat too much. And then the dad's like, listen, she's been fine for two months. And then we hear about how Eleanor's like, oh, we have a model coming, um, Ramon. And the dad's like, Ramon? Ramon. Like, little did you know it would be the dad's boyfriend. No, and the mom, Eleanor, even whispered to her husband, she was like, not this one, Harold. Like, so I think he has <gasps> cheated on. Eleanor a few times. I missed that completely. Yeah. So, like, I mean, that's kind of sad, too. So they're already having, like, marital issues. And, yeah. Um, Do you think he just cheated with women or with men, too? No, because um, he was, like, oh, she, like, the model, like, she. And then he's, um, it's a guy. And then she whispered, like, not this one, Harold. So, like, (gasps) I, yeah. Oh, so yeah. she, you think she kind of knew this whole time? No, I think bit. it had happened before, but like they just, he, I think the I dad have left never her. caught that. I have never caught that. I think they would have had the rest of their marriage, like being married, and he would have had affairs, but I think because he, like, yeah, actually, like a secret thing. But yeah. He, yeah, but he actually fell like, in left love them. Or yeah. That's, oh, I did not catch. Well, then I'm happy then they both get happy endings. I'm glad, spoiler, that Eleanor finds a happy, stable love in the future, but, um, in the form of um, Inconceivable. Yes. <laughs> I'm very excited. I love him. His name is Cyrus, right? Yeah. In this show. Yeah. I love Cyrus. I do too. Um, but then too, Nate comes by, and I kind of skipped a little bit of this part because I, I like Nate is boring to me. But he's like, Serena's like, I gotta go take a bath or something. And then Blair's like, Nate, can you go clean up Serena? And I was like, this is a formula for disaster. Like Nate is getting too handsy with Serena in the tub. Yeah, really. All you need to know about Nate's arrival is that he's like, hey, and then they're like, Nate the Gray, and then they're like, go take Serena up to the bathtub, which is I don't know if people do that when they're drunk, but um. Anyway, but then present day, they're at the uh, Waldorf's and there's catering and Blair's mad because her dad hasn't arrived yet. And then Eleanor mm-hmm. like finally tells her that her dad is staying in Paris. And then Blair's like, oh, why didn't he call me? And it's like, hmm, I don't know. Yeah. And then I thought this was interesting, too, because then Eleanor's like, listen, go get dressed up. You look, go put something else on enchanting. And I'm like, Blair already looks good. I don't. <laughs> why does she need to change? And then so um, Blair just goes upstairs, but she's like, what is happening? And then we go back to the Vanderwoodsons at the um, hotel. So Lily's pretending to be sick so that she doesn't have to go to the Humphreys because her kids don't know about her past with Rufus. But then, um, yeah. so they're about to leave. They're like, Mom, you should come. And she's like, no, I just want to stay curled up with a good book. And it's Nicholas Sparks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, room service comes early and then Lily's like oh no and then she's like I didn't want to be an imposition and then Dan shows up 
And then um, he's like, I'm adult napping you. You have to come. Oh! No, he says it like this. I'm adult napping you. <laughs> and then Lee's like, please just stop talking. I'll come. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I thought that was so gross and cringy. <laughs> yeah. And she secretly calls Rufus, like leaves him a voicemail saying like, I'm arriving. And like, I want to pretend that like, we don't know each other. Cause like, I don't want to talk about my past with my kids yet. Um, so then we go back to the Waldorfs and uh, Dorota is helped. We get a first kind of glimpse of Dorota a little bit. Yeah. Like a, I, I think this is when she starts becoming who she is as a character. And she's helping um, Blair get dressed. And Blair is like, oh, why is daddy not here? And then Dorota's like, maybe you should. I don't know how to do a Polish accent. <laughs> Miss Blair. Miss Blair, maybe you should call daddy. <laughs> get the real story. And then Blair's like, what? And then Dora's like, pearls, you need pearls. And then that's it for that scene. <laughs> and then we go to the Archibalds, which looks like the most miserable like family in the world, oh like living gosh. there. Can I say too, their house is so boring. Yeah. Melanie dresses up like a priest pretty much every day. I don't understand. And I just don't understand her. Just yeah, Melanie Melanie's griping about how she got her society like duties or committees or whatever. And then yeah. Nate is like, enough. And then, because um, like Melanie is mad at her husband for kind of tarnishing her like name, their family reputation and stuff. And then yeah. Nate gets mad and leaves. And I just, it's such a dry household. Like it just like, they have no personality and just like, it would not be fun to grow up as like an only child with Melanie and Admiral as your parents. Well, I don't really remember. Does anything happen between Melanie and Admiral? Like, did they ever get divorced? I feel like... it's clear that I don't think they have a loving marriage. No, I think they get divorced eventually. I want to say they do, but okay. yeah. We'll, I feel like it's watching. just, it's bound to happen, right? Yeah. Um, but then, so yeah, Melanie. Oh, I wanted to say too, I texted you earlier, but I wanted to tell them. I was watching Two Weeks Notice and Melanie actually plays um, Hugh Grant's ex-wife for like two <laughs> seconds in a scene. And I was like, Melanie? And it's basically the same character. Yeah. <laughs> so... No, she plays that but, part well, like a Vanderbilt, like woman who's very yeah. proper and like I don't know with, uh, with her collar buttoned up all the way to the top, yeah, and very very boring and yeah. Um, so then we're back to the Humphreys, and all I have is I love this tension at the Humphreys, and I think that's why I liked Lily's episode because she just made it so tense, and I loved it because I loved making Allison feel like a fool. Yeah, because um, yeah, the Vanderwoodsons arrive, and then um, Allison sees Lily, and it's super awkward, and they just again pretend they don't know each other. But then, um, mm -hmm. I'm sorry if you said that already, but yeah, Rufus is like, let's get going. Let's have dinner. And then, like, oh, well, there are a couple of things I want to say. So um, Rufus actually isn't looking as bad as I thought he would. He looks, I think, maybe happiness is doing something for him. And yeah, Lily shows up. And then Lily's like, oh, Allison, yes. And then now then, like you said, and then now the kids leave. And so they're all together. And so he's like, I didn't know you'd be. And then Allison's like, back? Well, I am. And then Rufus is like, okay, grab the mashed. And they both Lily and Allison grab the yeah. mashed potatoes. <laughs> so awkward. And it's going to be a, a wonderful, attention, a tense dinner. Why do I say tenses? Tense yeah. dinner. Um, yeah. And then let's see. Okay. So then at the Waldorfs, a ton of like high profile, like fashion business people yeah. are there. who are these people i don't know but blair's kind of mad because her dad isn't there and then also like it's not a home-cooked meal whatever she tells her mom about that and then um oh wait hold on what did i write down oh uh, okay so then blair was like i thought that um dad was so angry oh wait no hold on what did i write down 
Blair was so angry at him. She didn't want to talk. Oh, no. So Eleanor said that told, I think, the ex-husband that Blair was so angry at yeah. him that she didn't want to talk to him. Sorry. You can yeah. cut that off if you want. <laughs> My nose were weird. Oh, no. um, so I feel bad for Eleanor, honestly. And then she's... Um, oh, and then Blair is like, I told you I'm not hungry. And then she... Eleanor is like, I didn't put out daddy's pumpkin pie. And then Blair goes into the kitchen and like all the servants leave and she starts eating an entire pie. And then she has like mm -hmm. a bulimia episode or whatever you call it. So I feel bad for Blair. Yeah. I do too. Cause then we go back to the Humphreys and Serena gets a call. She's like, Oh, sorry. I'll take this. But wait, and then wait. So, so, Oh, did I miss okay, something? They're at dinner at the table. And Dan asks about Lily's upbringing. She's like, I grew up in a ranch in Montecito, California. A little ranch. Yes. And then a little ranch. And then Allison's like, there are no little ranches in Montecito. <laughs> like, I know. Allison's just burning with jealousy. And then, cause is that when Serena gets the call? Um, yeah. Right now. Okay, so then Serena's like to Dan, like, oh, I gotta go help her. Bye, everybody. And then Lily's like, Bye. oh, Allison's like, Lily, should you go with her? And but Serena's like, no, mom, stay. You'll have have fun, have fun. So Lily doesn't go with Serena. And I feel bad for Lily. She looks so hopeless. But then Lil J yeah. asks, she's like, Lily, did you have horses? And Lily was like, I did. I had a horse named Rosewood. And then Lil J is like, Rufus, you had a song called Rosewood. But it was about Allison. <laughs> but it's actually about Lily. Like, <laughs> because well, they think it was about their mom's perfume stupid. and it's like obviously not but then also why would Rufus write a song about horse? Lily's horse I don't know <laughs> and then Allison but, is like I'm a fool and then and then Rufus is like no you're not and then Dan's like oh if you're over the age of 30 and acting weird right now raise your raise hair, your hair. It's like just uh, shut up lovely boy <laughs> And so it just becomes so, 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 so well, awkward. And we find out. Oh, yeah, go well, ahead. Well, yeah, Lily's like, Lily says, oh, Allison, I never told Rufus about the horse. It must have been a coincidence. And then it's like she kind of gives everything up that they knew each other. Mm -hmm. And that, and then Rufus is like, we knew each other a long time ago in that way, like we dated. And then well, they had sex. <laughs> and everyone <laughs> leaves the table except Rufus and Lily. And Lily is just drinking wine after she set the entire table on fire. Like, she's just like, oh, okay. what can you do? Maybe, maybe <laughs> I do. Like, Lily's probably my favorite one of this episode. I think I do like her the most. Or she just has the best moments. I just loved how she sh she just embarrassed Allison. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how, too, she just had no shame. Because she's like, she, I don't think she's a good person. Because we find out, well, we'll get there in a second. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So, um, then Nate, so Nate, we go back to Nate for some reason. And then Nate is just like, I'm alone. Who do I have to call? I'm kind of surprised he didn't like spend or no, didn't go to Chuck, but I guess Chuck wasn't in the episode, so he couldn't, but yeah, I wonder what Chuck um, did for Thanksgiving. He probably doesn't celebrate it and just goes like by himself. Somewhere. Probably just goes, yeah, partying somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, he almost calls Blair. He's like, no. And then he almost calls Serena and he's like, no. So then Nate is just all by him's lonesome. Um, so then my next line is, what does Rufus owe Lily? Do you know what I was talking about? Okay, hold on. Let me look at my notes. So we did skip that one part from Blast from the Past where they spray each other with in the bathroom, but that's oh, kind of stupid. Right, right. But I just thought it was a dumb moment. But, um, okay, you said, sorry, what was your note? It was, it was about Rufus? Okay, so oh. I think Dan and Allison, Dan kisses up with Allison and I, is this when she kind of explains what has happened between them? So what, what I wrote down is first Serena goes to Blair's and then they talk about like her 
bulimia episode and Blair's like, I didn't mean for it to happen. Like, I'm like sad about my dad not coming and they bond. And then we go to Allison and Dan, they're talking about Lily and then Allison like hates Lily and she always has. And Mm -hmm. Dan asks like, what was so bad about her? And she's like, it's because she was her dad's first great love. And she likes to remind me of that every chance she gets. And then we go to Rufus and Lily and he's like, what are we to each other? And then Rufus is like, his past few weeks have been a, and then Lily's like, you can't even say it. And so there's like some tension. <laughs> and then Lily's like, are we just old friends? And then she's like, that's, or no, no, he's like, old friends. We're like friends. And then Lily's like, old friends. That's not what it felt like when you kissed me at Eleanor's party. And then Allison and Dan are standing on either side of the door frame and pop out at the same time. I thought it was kind of stupid because it was looked so like rehearsed and planned. But they hear that and then Allison's like really mad that he like kissed Lily. Like especially because it was Lily. Which again, Allison, you slept with your neighbor. I don't know what you want to do. I think it's just because it's, Lil- it's yeah. Lily. I think if it was anybody else, she probably wouldn't have been as mad, but it's because it's yes. Lily. Um, okay, so then we go back to Nate's. This is actually really, really sad. So then um, Nate is like, where's dad or something? And, and Melanie's like, well, I don't know what your father is. And we see the captain or admiral, whatever. He's on the floor. And then like he's not responding. It's like, call the hospital. And Nate is like, call the ambulance, Melanie. And so then we'll check back on that. Um... And splash. And then it's a mm-hmm. flashback again, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think back at the Waldorfs again, Serena, Nate, and Blair are downstairs for Thanksgiving. Um, and I guess uh, Nate's parents came too, and we see Admiral having to leave for a work emergency. So maybe that was like the beginning of his whatever. Well, there's one thing, maybe you wrote it down. Did you write what Melanie told him? And it kind of explains their dynamic. Um... I can remember it in my head, but I didn't write it down. What did uh, she say to him? Okay, so the captain's having business deals, whatever. And he's like, I got a goal. And I was like, no, you will stay right here. I'll write you a check myself. Like, it's like your stupid business things are nothing. I can pay for Like, I kind of feel like Melanie and the captain have such a weird dynamic because she kind of explains Mm -hmm. it in the hospital later. But yeah, she comes from a ton of money and he had to work hard-ish to, for it to happen and so i think she holds her wealth over him if that makes any sense yeah so yeah that probably stresses bit. him out and makes him want to like maybe prove himself more i don't know maybe i just don't think they have a happy marriage which is pretty clear about what happens next because the father's in the hospital it's clear he attempted suicide and melanie's trying to be like oh your father and his headaches oh you know and it's like melanie are you serious like she's not even that distressed about it well and melanie like tells me she's like admiral has said everything he's ever wanted hand to him like from my family like this shouldn't have happened and like and then nate is like wake up melanie and then, like <laughs> I do feel really bad for Nate, though. Can you imagine? First, your dad has a cocaine problem. Then he punches you in the face. Then you had to call the cops on him. And then you find out it's actually worse. And then you find out that he attempted to kill himself. Like, I do feel It's a hard time for Nate. He is an only child. He doesn't have, like, it seems his mom is really cold. Melanie is probably, yeah, not the warmest person. Yeah. So I do feel bad Um, for, you know, that family. And then Melanie's like, oh, I guess the Admiral was like waking up. And so Melanie's like, I'll go see Admiral. And then Nate is like, no, I will. And I don't know, maybe Melanie should have seen him at that point. Maybe that would have, I don't know. 
That's what I mean. Melanie did, really did not seem that distressed. Yeah, she was mad at her husband, but like I would be bawling. Same. Like if like you know what I mean. Yeah. She clearly there's not any real feeling between yes. them. Then we go back to Brooklyn, and Serena brings Blur, and they walk in the middle of an argument um, between the adults. Oh my gosh! Wait, is it just about? Uh, wait, what did I write yeah, down? Just the same. Stuff. Oh yeah, just the same with like them. Allison. Oh yeah, the adults are arguing, and then the kids are in dan's room or little jay's room or someone's room and they're talking like are we related like what happened like whatever and then not yet there goes in and she's like, There's a- yeah oh you're right <laughs> and oh my gosh wait a second i forgot too that they have a <gasps> sibling oh that spoiler. was but okay. yeah spoiler spoiler they do have a half sibling they share but they he they dedicate entire season to finding him and he stays for like two episodes and then he, they never talk about him again like what's the deal i I don't remember really that that season because I think I skipped through so much of it because I was like, this is ridiculous. Mm. It was boring. But then Blair's like, um, there's a garage door in the middle of your room. And is that Cedric like making Jan feel like a fool even in his own yeah. home? <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Serena is like, oh, yeah. let's go eat. And so they all, I guess, leave out of the fire escape so they don't have to walk past their fighting parents. And then Allison, yeah. like <laughs> Allison, Rufus, and Lily are fighting again. And Allison is like, an emotional affair is worse than a physical one. And then she's like, I don't want Lily in our lives anymore. And Rufus has to make a decision. Like, the friendship of Lily or well, Allison? And Lily says something really weird. Lily does say something really strange. Emotional affair affairs are necessary to keep a marriage alive. Like you've been married five that's times. Not normal. <laughs> What's wrong with you? So I get like Alice is like I'm not taking advice from you, which I'm yeah. Sorry. But yeah, so it's it's me or Lily Rufus. Yeah, like you said. And then um, oh, so okay. They go to like yeah. this restaurant diner thing, like all the kids, and they're just talking about Lily and Rufus. And then Lily arrives by herself. And she's like, it's fine, it's fine. I want French fries. I'm two pounds, but I want French fries. Keep them coming. Me, I'm going to indulge a little bit. Bring me five French fries. (laughs) Okay, and those French fries look disgusting. You know they were so cold. Probably. And prop fries. Um, So then I think that Lil' Jay and Dan leave. And then Blair does too, because she's with them. And so just the Vanderwoodsons mm-hmm. are eating. And I guess Lily's telling him, or telling them about her groupie days with Rufus and how her sex compares. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. Um, and then we, so Blair goes home and I actually will, I will go into her scene with Eleanor, but we actually go back to Brooklyn or sorry, the Humphreys. Yeah. And they're all like, let's go play some football. And I was like, wow, this is. They're wearing like suits and on. dresses or like. <laughs> Yeah, and it like moved on really fast, and like it's probably freezing outside. I've never been to New York in the in November, but I'm assuming it's freezing. Um, and then Dan actually asks Rufus like, "What happened?" And then I was like, "I just was." It was just a really, really, really strange scene. I think obviously we can tell Rufus and Lily will have something. Well, in the Rufus future. is like, "We won't be seeing seeing Lily again for like a long time," and he does look sad. So like he definitely has a crush yeah. on her still, maybe or just like they have a connection that can't be broken this is what i think rufus's problem is i think he wants to be i don't really know rufus's history (laughs) yes he just wants to be loved so i think lily intrigues him because they have like a like a flirtatious kind of teasing thing which is fun and then i think allison though 
I think he had stability with Allison. And then when she left, he felt rejected. So honestly, I don't really think he truly loves Allison, but I think he just wants to be th- ha- things to be back to normal. And so when he's happy, I think it's just like, it's like pretending it's happy, if that makes any sense. Well, and she ruined it. Like she left them for several months and she completely moved on. She yeah. replaced Rufus. Like, how could you not, like, you can't fix that, I feel. Like, or maybe- I know they did it in their living room, but that apparently, that helped everything. I, I just feel like there's, they moved on so fast. Um, okay, so then at the Waldorfs, Eleanor and Blair talk about the dad not coming. And Eleanor was like, I shouldn't have lied to you about your father. Your father sent divorce papers and I haven't signed them yet. And I feel bad for Eleanor. I did too. And she said she had been with him for 20 years. Yeah. And um, she's like, I didn't want to tell you, Blair, because like I know that you would have chosen your dad for the holiday. And I would have been entirely alone like for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, and they always use this song. So then, cause then Blair and Eleanor hug, and there's a particular song that's like instrumental that they use, but it's for Chuck and Blair too. Like it's always a sad, and I can't think what of how it, it goes. <laughs> it's it's like, oh my gosh, it's like oh if okay next time I watch it or hear it, I'll like try to remember it. But it's like I just recognized it from a scene of Blair and Chuck where she's holding Chuck's face, and it's like every bad thing you've ever done. <laughs> I love you. Like I don't remember what that is, but I remember that's the song playing. Um, so that's it. They kind of just make up, and I actually really love. This is when we start to see Eleanor not be horrible. Like I really do like Eleanor yeah. a lot. Um, she also just looks like a real mom, and she just looks comforting. She's very pretty, but I just find she's just kind of comforting. I get you know it. what I mean. Yeah. I see. That. Yeah. Um. So then we're back to Nate. Oh, I was talking to his dad, but we're kind of talking about this. And he's like, how's Captain's like, how's your mom? And I was like, she's surprisingly fine. I don't, I don't, I don't know why. Um, I just wrote down Admiral is just going through it. You know, he's just going through a lot of stuff. Yeah. I do feel bad for all involved. I really do feel bad for Nate. And I was looking at Nate. He really is beautiful. Like, I think he's more beautiful than a lot of women I have seen. <laughs> like, I think he really does have like a very, like, like he's a pretty boy. Um, like, He's a very pretty boy. It's almost like a fairy like face. Pixie like, like, like a pixie. Fan, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Like it's almost kind of feminine, but he's yeah, anyway. I just don't know why I thought of that. I think because I felt bad at him, <laughs> bad for him, and then they were staring at his face the whole time. Yeah. Um, and then the only song that was playing, and I don't remember what the song was, and oh, I think it was like Take me away, my record deal. I go on, I don't need it. And I wish I remembered what the Is it um, Vanessa Carlton? <laughs> Nolita fairy tale. And I'm just Maybe, on the soundtrack. Probably, yeah. Do you know how that song No, goes? I'm just on the soundtrack listing for the episode, but I don't know how it goes. But um, maybe we can post a story with it on there. Um yeah, yeah. so I don't know, just yeah, doing uh, flashbacks of better times and then um then the montage of the Humphreys playing football. They always do dog piles and movies and TV shows and like the men pulling gals from behind like the waist and like twirling them around. Oh, you're it's oh, so annoying. like the embarrassing thing. From exactly. <laughs> I also, who would willingly ever play football? I don't know, but <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I've only done like tag flag football like two times before and I, I hated it so much. I'm so like, I hated it. It was not my thing. I told you, right. How this guy, I barely started dating made me play football with his oh, family no. and I was just wanting to kill myself. It was horrible. Yeah, I'd be nervous. Maybe what I said was just Jesus right now. But <laughs> I just wanted I was like I just wanted to die. I was it was horrible and obviously it didn't work out yeah. with him. But. 
but football's not that yeah great. so that was the um, end of the episode yeah. um gossip girl didn't really talk that much it was just squash box and just it was i don't know it was fine um but yeah did yeah. you so we wanted to talk about uh some news with army hammer and then harry megan's interview did you want to start off with the army hammer stuff because i don't know anything about that yeah well the army hammer stuff isn't that big of a deal um and because like i feel like the British royal family will be more of a big deal. But anyway, so I haven't really looked at Army Hammer stuff for a while. Like I kind of not forgot about him, but I just thought there was, there wasn't anything going on. So apparently um, he like fled, he sold his LA home um, like in the middle, like and left it in the middle of the night. Like a boy paparazzi. Um, Yes. But, and I don't know if this is real or not. I haven't seen anything besides on Reddit. Mm -hmm. I think, um, someone say, hold on, let me find it. Someone says that like they were moving stuff in the middle of the night. Right. And they were dumping things cause they were like throwing stuff out. Um, and someone claimed, hold on, let me find it. So I, I, I feel like I dreamed this, but I don't think I did. Um, okay. Let me find it. Okay. So according to page six, <laughs> Rope-bound mannequin torso left behind Army Hammer's movers in L.A. I believe it. Okay. So this was um, March 1st, so like a little while ago. So yeah, it says, page six says that he quietly vacated the swanky L.A. home he used to share with his estranged wife, Elizabeth Chambers, under the cover of night over the weekend. Um. So yeah, they worked out, they worked through blah, blah, blah. But what appears to be a a female mannequin torso stuffed in the trash. But- that is terrifying, yes, yeah, but so instead careless. also, yeah, and, like, why do you have a mannequin? Well, I'm sure we can figure out why he would, but it was also, like, had ropes around it. Like, it was, like, bondage. He was practicing for, like... Yeah, it was really, really, really yeah. weird. And so this is, like, a week-old stuff, and my internet is so slow. But then, so about an hour ago, I noticed that on BuzzFeed... The title says Army Hammer's former girlfriend, Paige Lorenzi, Lorenzi, Lorenz, I don't know who she is, said she felt, quote, really unsafe while dating. So, so I, I don't know. Because I was curious about all Army Hammer content, so I kind of listened to random podcasts about it when that first came out. I listened to her, one of hers with um, it's like this podcast called, she's a guest on it with like Sophia with an F or something. And because I wanted to know oh. what like you know because she's a girlfriend of army hammers and she went into like a lot of detail about like the kind of stuff they were doing and how creepy he was and like i don't know i just and he was like isn't he like 40 or something and she this girl was like 22 or something like it's just really weird and like she just felt like sick all the time because of like what they were doing like i don't know i just um he just seemed like really weird and just I mean, I mean, we know that already. He has devil eyes. He does. <laughs> but, that's, um, but that's kind of all yeah. I have. Oh, oh no. no. So like, and I listened to like another one with his aunt who got cut off and that was on Juicy Scoop. Like, oh, I just right. was curious about everything that was happening. And I don't know, they were interesting interviews, but like, I guess I didn't need to know everything because I don't really care that much. But uh, yeah, he's just weird. I feel bad for his kids and his ex-wife. I do too. Like I, so I, that was like the latest thing I found. I haven't heard anything else. There was supposed to be a tell all, nothing happened. Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just, air coming through my throat. Um, 
but yeah, so the mannequin thing, and I only heard it on, I only, I mean, there probably could be other sources, but the one I found it was on page six and page six is a very, you know, gossip yeah, central news source, so who knows, but I mean, I believe it, but I feel like then he would just be taunting us. Like, I feel like if he, you know what I mean? Like now he's just, I honestly feel like he's a total, he's such a, such a I psycho. I don't like, think he has any shame. Like he openly followed like bondage Instagram pages and things like that. Like, I don't think he cared. That's why he's a sociopath. It's just ruining his career. <laughs> so he's like, he's mad. He doesn't feel so, shame. He's angry, yeah. which is scarier. Like, ew, you're right. Because think about it. Yeah. Because if like, okay, say he thought he had like a weird sex problem and he was ashamed of it. He wouldn't leave his mannequin just exposed in a trash he can. Care. He knows people are yeah. watching him. He's so um, weird and creepy. But that's also, all Also, do you know anything about that comedian, Chris Elia? Delia. Um, so he's also yeah, a creep, okay. and he um like did a weird apology thing for all recently. Uh, yeah, it was like to his YouTube. He uploaded a video, but it wasn't really an apology. It was just like he was a like a sex addict stuff, mm. but that, and that's why he did all those things. And he's like uh, trying to be better, mm. but like people forgave him. But I think he's creepy, and I think that he tried to sleep with underage girls, and I don't like him, and I hate how like people are forgiven you know, so easily. Like, you know what's sad. Like, I thought he was really funny, and I actually thought he was cute. I never thought so. <laughs> in a weird way. Always. I don't like his eyes. Like, before, yeah. really, I guess I must have missed that, because before it all came out, I was like, you know what? I could see it. And, like, I could see his appeal. And then after that all came out, I, was, I felt very betrayed. And um, I, yeah, I know. I forgot about him. I honestly thought he had just been, like, canceled completely. No. But I didn't know he – that makes sense. Like, I feel like the only way he could be back in people's graces is say – the graces and say, I'm a sex addict. But, um, yeah, I forgot about him, actually. Yeah. So, yeah, that's so. kind of all I had for non-Harry Meghan, like, new celebrities. Same. Okay. So, I guess what I wanted to ask was, did you know who Meghan Markle was, like, before she came into the royal family? I did not. So, this is how I can sum up my yes. feelings about this whole thing. Before – okay. So, uh, how do I – I know. I it's like oh. – <laughs> Okay. Okay, so I only kind of knew about the royal family. I knew a little bit about Princess Diana, and everybody's obsessed with her. Who actually, people forget that she also is a human and not perfect. But um, and I'm not saying that to be a guy of like disgrace the dead or something. I'm just saying like Pope is perfect. And then um, so yeah, so I knew a little bit about that, and then I knew about William and Kate, and I really actually really liked Kate Middleton at first. I was like, who cares? And then as she as she was there longer, I was like, oh, I really like her. She's really pretty and classy and whatever. And it was just kind of fun because it's like no. I would family. say I'm pretty a pretty big fan of the royal family. Not like I love all of them, but they're really interesting to me. So I've watched documentaries and I've kept up on them for a long time. So I was excited. And Kate's always been my yeah, favorite. I, I like um, with my friends. We watched in 2011. We got up at like 2 a.m. to watch their wedding. William and Kate's like I really enjoy yeah. them, and I think it's fun because they're royalty. Yeah. Yeah. And so with Meghan and Markle and Harry, so I kind of knew about Harry a little bit, like a little bit. I knew he had been a wild child, which we will get into his, some of his um, things that people seem to I forget know, happened, yeah. but whatever. Um, and I did think it was cool. Like I'd never heard of Meghan Markle before because I never watched Suits. And I was like, oh, who is this? But I did think it was cool. And according to my sources on Reddit, <laughs> people like actual Brits say that 
people in Britain were actually really excited for that because they I thought heard. it was cool too that it was like a biracial actress, the like American, it was a really different American. Yeah. Like we, everybody was so excited. I was excited. I was like, "This is really cool." Blah blah. blah. Everybody was so 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 excited. So my opinion, though, as time went on, is I think they both have attention. Um, before the, before all this happened, I was like, okay, good for them for leaving. I guess I still think they love attention. And then after this, I think, I think they love attention more. So, and I do feel bad what happened, but I just, I'm not really on anybody's side, except for, I think they did people dirty who did not deserve to be dragged into the mud. Yeah. So that is what yeah, I said. Well, because I also don't want to get canceled or accused I do want to talk about it because, like, I have so many thoughts. So I'll just – okay, let me see my notes. So first off, I hate Charles and Camilla. Um, I also think Philip cheated on the Queen, allegedly. You don't like Camilla? Are you kidding? Wait. No. I'm Lady Diana listen, all the way. Listen to okay. me. You listen listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't really know much about Camilla. Terrible. But according, again, to my source on Reddit, she's actually become more likable and – I think, listen though, listen, how could she compete against the people's princess? There's no way she, she could. I think now though, it's like, it's, it's, a, they've settled down. It's peaceful. It's clear that she and Charles have a happy life together. Whatever no, that he, she is. And people say she's actually really No, fun. I can see that. And I can see how. But, and I don't really know. I don't, I don't well, know. Well, I just watched a lot of like, I don't know. I've watched a lot of stuff about it but um i think she is probably a really fun outgoing person i think charles he has a really strange personality to me but i think they are um yeah. each other's true love so i think it was supposed to they're supposed to end up yeah. together I, he should not have married diana obviously but the queen no, also pressured no, no, no. him i don't know that's a whole other thing but um yeah yeah i just oh don't get me started on prince andrew yeah he's disgusting gross. piece of garbage <laughs> um also <laughs> no, i will never say his name yeah. again okay <laughs> Um, well, I'm yeah, sorry, Camilla, I don't like her though, because it, like, it takes two to cheat. And when, uh, right. what's name? Charles was engaged or no, even before he was engaged to Diana, he was like seeing, um, Camilla on the side. And then when he was engaged and yeah. married all through that time, Camilla was always there. Like she could have been like, this is wrong. I'm just going to go. Or like, so I felt yeah. she did. D uh, Diana dirty and so did Charles and like I don't think that was fair to Diana she's like only she's really young and she didn't know what to no, do like I agree Diana was in the so right Camilla and point. Charles yeah, are losers and I don't want him to be king I hope that um Queen Elizabeth lives forever <laughs> I just <laughs> anyway she might I'm actually wondering how on earth did she both she and Philip get into their 90s I want to know their secret how did they get I don't to know they have old? the best health care in the world probably because of who she is I guess, but what is it but I, you know they don't you like the picture of health like back in there yeah even, but i don't know um so um, anyway back to harry yeah. and megan again i didn't know like marco was um i don't watch usa network really except like psych so i don't know mm -hmm. um so uh, can i say yes. one thing and well maybe you're gonna talk about so it thoughts. okay the one thing that I started to make me feel like, wait a second, this is a mm -hmm. little weird. So I know she's like an actress, yes. but this is before all of this happened. This is like right when they were getting married in 2018. She invited like a ton of celebrities mm -hmm. that she didn't even know, which I thought was really odd. So like she invited Reese Witherspoon and Reese Witherspoon <laughs> was like, no, I'm not going. I don't know you. Like, this is really strange. 
And then, like, I heard too, Priyanka Chopra Mm -hmm. or whatever, like, didn't really even know her that well either. Like, it's just, I just think it was a really weird thing. Yeah, and I mean, I was a fan for a really long time. I read that stupid book, Finding Freedom, that they say they didn't write. They totally did. It was (gasps) Megan. It it sounded like her. No, no, no. Okay. According to Reddit, she, I don't, because they also have been suing a lot of people oh, yeah. for some things. I don't, I don't really know why. But she had to admit in court that she had knowledge of the book and had some oh, input okay. in it's it. It's so, so obviously, okay. So um, I know her writing style because I did look up her blog posts. It sounds like she literally wrote it. She typed it out. Harry had no part. She paints herself in such a perfect light. And that's a, that's another yeah. thing that, like, sorry, we'll get to the interview, guys, but I just feel like there's not a lot of, like, um, she can't take any accountability for anything that, like, bad that has happened, or she can't take responsibility. Yeah. I feel like she's trying to paint herself as, like, the perfect person. I'm so kind. I'm so generous. I did nothing wrong. And, like, I don't know. I, I don't think that's really fair, and that's not really honest to, like, take on what a person is. Like, we make mistakes, and we, like we do have bad things happen to us, but like you need to be honest about the entire thing. If you're going to write a biography that you say you didn't write. <laughs> well, yes. Okay. So this is my, uh, should we get to the interview? Is there anything <laughs> else you want to say? Cause like, I think we'll discuss it in the interview. Cause there are a couple things I want to say. My thoughts are, well, this is what I think happened to her. So I don't doubt. Okay. How do like, I, what <laughs> okay. Well, first, did you see William's response? He actually came he out. He said, yes. Did he was like it? at a royal engagement. Someone asked about the interview and he's like, I haven't talked to Harry yet, but I will. And also we are very much not a racist family, right? <sighs> Which I thought it was like, oh, this is going to get very. And listen, I think I, okay. So I haven't been on Twitter because I think people are very pro Megan yeah. and Harry. And I am not pro Megan and Harry, but I'm also not really pro anybody but Kate. <laughs> <laughs> Only because this is what I think happened. So I think this is what happened. Meghan Markle has high ambitions. I think, yeah, she wanted to be in Hollywood, all that stuff. And I think she met Harry and they fell in love, blah, blah, blah. I think she honestly thought she would go into the British royal family and be like, I'm going to change everything. I'm going to be the most important person here. And I think she thought, too, meeting people, it would really be the spotlight would be on her. And so then I think what happened, and I'm sure somebody said something racist, which is horrible, but I think on top of that too, I think she was like, this is not how I thought this would turn out. And this is too much for me. And then I think she kind of, that's what happened. I think it's just, I don't think anybody was mean to her. I bet like an old person said something about Archie. Um, and like, not an excuse, but like, I don't, I don't see like, I also, one thing I don't like they did I wish they would have just said who had said that because then now everybody else looks like garbage and they're like, well, uh, like imagine if somebody said that about like your group of friends or something. And then it's like, well, like the people who didn't say it, like they don't have to have, they shouldn't have to have the same like criticism because they didn't say it. Like, so that's what I think was like really irresponsible of them. I wish they had just said like, this person said this. And then you don't, then the other people, then the rest of the people don't have blame cast upon them. Like just give, if you have receipts, then read the receipts. I don't know what to say. Like, I just feel like I think they should have been, I just, yeah, I don't know. I just think they did about this, did this the wrong way. No, they do everything the wrong way. And again, I know that like the media and everyone is very pro Megan and Harry. So please don't cancel me. But, um, I, (laughs) well, I heard though the UK is not, but the US is. And I think it's because Americans love the idea they're obsessed with the idea that since 
the Revolutionary War where we got rid of the monarchy. They're like, we're doing it again, you guys. And I think that's what they love an underdog. So that's what I think is happening. But I think everybody's forgetting about they don't know the whole story. Yeah. I don't and know. I don't want to discount her feelings that um like some of the tabloids or people were racist towards her because I think that oh, yes. no, sure and there also was. there was this one, it was BuzzFeed, but it was a BuzzFeed article about like comparing different articles about Megan and Kate. And they totally and it was like the same things, mm-hmm. like avocados are something stupid. And they totally like are trashing Megan's. So, like there was like um she was getting trashed more, I would say, at that point than Kate was. But Kate also did her own yes. time. She was dating William for like eight years and she got topless photos of oh, her taken. She got a ton of stuff happening. Yes. And her. I know, yeah. and then even in the interview, Megan, she had to bring up Kate again. And she was like, I know that she was called Waity Katie. She said it like that because um, <laughs> she like had to wait <gasps> bring for it up. Uh, William to marry her. But being rude and being racist are two different things. And Okay, this is where I have something to say. And I think I talked to you about this already. So yes, that is not the same thing. Yes, Megan is correct. However, Kate uh, also was just enjoying her life on a vacation and decided to just sunbathe topless and a filthy pervert paparazzi used a microscopic lens and exposed pictures of her just enjoying herself with no shirt on to the entire world. That's to me is a form of sexual assault. So yeah, I think that's probably pretty bad. It's not just rude. It's not racist, yeah. but it's also well, horrible. Another- so I don't know. I think Megan just was like, maybe understand it is also bad. Like it is bad. And I'm not, I'm not doubting Megan Markle's experience. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure there's like racist. I'm sure somebody said stuff. That's horrible. But I just feel like the way they did this interview too, like someone said online, like, I honestly, a lot of people expected it to be like against the British tabloids, which makes yeah. total sense because they did treat her they like did. garbage. Like, and that's totally, they're awful. They're awful, awful, awful. But it was like totally out of left field that they blamed the entire rest of the family and didn't really take accountability for anything else. Yeah. Like they'd done. Like, I don't think that they were perfect angels. No one like, is. I'm sure there was stuff in there that made it hard. Yeah. No one and is. Another um, thing, um, like, I keep like avoiding the interview, but like, so I thought that their whole way, Megxit is what they call it, of how like j- last year in January, mm-hmm. they just sprung the news on the royal family in the world that they were like stepping down from senior royal duties and they were going to move to Canada or whatever. On Kate's birthday. Yeah, which I, that was totally intentional. Like you, uh, anyway. So, so yeah. I just thought like, uh, I mean, what they, I think what they wanted, um, or no, didn't they say that they wanted like privacy or something? Um, they said that, yeah, they wanted privacy and they wanted financial yes. independence. So the, another thing that like kind of bothers me is that they moved to Canada and like, they were kind of in a secluded mansion, by the way. And then, um, they mm-hmm. moved to like LA and it's like, okay, you said you wanted privacy, but can't, if you could just be open and honest and say, Hey guys, we want to be entertainers. We want to be global moguls. We want to be like in Hollywood. Like we want to step down. Can't just be honest. Well, don't pretend. You know what's so ridiculous to me too the queen gave them outs like at, right after they got married she also gave this to kate and william too but she told megan and harry like listen megan if you want to go and act you're welcome to do that you don't have to be full-on royals yet take some time to do whatever yeah. you know what i mean like they had a chance also they expected the canadian public to pay for their security and I didn't like, that like they're ridiculous. yeah I thought it was ridiculous. Like, it's like, you want to be financially independent, but they also want to keep their titles. They want to use their titles to get money. Like, it's like, and then they trash it. Then they trash his family. Like, I just, I feel it's so unfair. And also like, 
if you're going to trash people, if you're going to bring up somebody to make a comment, say the name of the person who said it, because then the rest of the people don't have to worry about like how they're perceived. Like, it's like, if you're innocent, then they won't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, they should have said whoever said that. And then they could be like, you know, whatever. And that person could issue an apology or something. But now it's so vague and weird. And then now it's not going to get any better, I think, because then now William is like, my family's not racist. Yeah. And now it's just going to get worse, so I think. the honestly. whole interview thing, I guess we can talk about that more. I'm still confused about what the point was of it. Was it one to, like, clear their names and reputations, like, especially Megan's, and make her look like she was perfect angel? Or was it to trash the royal family? Or was it to trash the tabloids? Or was it, I guess, just, like, promote themselves? Or, like, what was the point of it? Because I felt like they were kind of all over the place, and they didn't really give us the answers that, like, we wanted. And also... I felt like yeah. a lot of their comments um, just were a little, like, not very, like, self-aware, I guess. Like, okay, the one part where, um, so Prince Harry was like, Daddy cut me off financially when we left. I only had what Diana left me. It's like, you were still a multimillionaire. Like, you were not, and, and then he's like, that's why also, we had to make the deals with Netflix and Spotify. But we saw in the... Like, that's why I, there are plenty of other ways to make money, Harry. And also, like, I had such a hard time. And meanwhile, Oprah, who came from nothing, is like, really, Harry, like, you have had a hard childhood. Yeah, and then also, we did see, like, a secret video from the Lion King um, red carpet for that movie in the UK. We saw Prince Harry talking to Bob Iger, the Disney guy, and being like, Megan likes to do voiceovers. (laughs) Can she do one? Like, you were planning this the whole time? Just admit it. Yeah, I saw that. Like... Well, I know. Well, and it's like, too, if they wanted to be like, hey, and like a clean break from the family, like just be like not trashing them, be like, hey, guys, this royal thing isn't for us. Megan wants to do more Hollywood stuff and I want to go with her. I'm sure it would have been fine. And then they would still have like, it'd be fine. Mm -hmm. Like it just wouldn't be, this is just so dramatic for no reason, I feel like. But it's like all based on this one. And maybe there are more comments, I'm sure. But I just feel like, I, I just, yeah, I don't understand the purpose of it. I feel like their whole interview was toned up. Yeah. Like, wow, I feel so bad for you being multimillionaires in Montecito. Your neighbor is Oprah. Like, it's, I don't feel bad for you. I'm sorry. I don't. You're like, you're all, you're doing just fine. Like, I just, yeah. and I'm sure I can get canceled for this opinion. I don't care. I just, I think this is really ridiculous and just so dramatic. And I think there was a right way to do this and they did not do yeah, it. Yeah. Right and that way. whole thing about the comment about, um, like, what their kids' like skin tone would be. Like, that's a very inappropriate and awkward, yeah. like, comment to say. But, like, I think, honestly, it was Charles or Camilla. I don't know who you think it would be. Or it was. Well, I know he said it wasn't Philip, but I still kind of oh, think it was Oh, that was, was another <laughs> really strange thing is that um, Harry had to, like, keep saying, like, oh, we love the Queen. We love Philip. We love him so much. But then they were, like, bashing the entire oh. royal family. And it's like, the Queen has, she's the face of the royal family. She has to clean up the mess he made. So you're not really respecting her by doing this interview. Well, People love the queen. So if he were to bash the queen, it would be so much more worse. Like, especially in Britain, people would be so like, he could never come back from that. But I think it's because he just bashed his father and his brother and I guess everybody else. Um, I honestly think it was Philip who said it, but I think he regret immediately. He was like, wait a second, Philip's on his deathbed. I'm just going to say it wasn't oh, him. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, that's what so I think. So I didn't, I wasn't able to watch the full interview because I don't have CBS, but I just watched clips and read articles about it. But so I think Megan brought it up first and they brought Harry in and talked about it. 
Megan seemed much more relaxed about the whole thing. Like she didn't really care about what it would, how it would affect the royal family by saying that someone said that. Harry looked really yeah. nervous. I don't, this is her. her no, time Harry dying, looked really uncomfortable, like. and nervous. He even said he didn't want to like say who said it and stuff. And then Oprah went on to um, Gail, her best friend's morning show. Was is that Good Morning America? But Oprah was like, um, Harry. Harry wanted me so. to like let you guys know that it was not the Queen or Philip who said that. Like he really wanted me to let you guys know that. So, like I think he's panicking now because he didn't want like he really regrets saying that. But I don't think Megan really cares because I think she's just completely done with them. And I think Harry is having a little bit of heart. I think she's done with them. I don't think she ever no. wants to go back to the UK. I honestly still believe it was Philip who said it. I think it was Charles or Camilla. Old. I really yeah. I think an older person. You think Charles? But do you think he'd still be talking to his dad um, if that was the case? I mean. Because he kind of was, but then, but then they weren't for a little bit. But it's like that happened a yeah, while ago. Yeah, I think, ago. or it could have been Camilla, because I don't think he really cares about Camilla that much. But it is like his dad's wife. People were also saying, could it be like extended relatives? Like, there's apparently someone named Princess oh, Michael or Mikhail. I don't know who is really openly is, racist. Yeah. So is I don't that? Know but um, but I don't think they would like say in the like of the senior royals or anything. But that's what I mean. Just say the, who it was. Because then now the rest of them are like, okay, great. Now we look like we said something horrible when in fact we never would have said anything like that because we don't feel that way. But then now it's like, keep them guessing. Like, mm -hmm. I just, you should have said who it was. Then that person could do whatever they needed to do to apologize or whatever to make things right if that's what you wanted them to do. But then like now it's just like, it's like, it's just so attention grabby. Like that's horrible that they said that, but just say who said it. And then like, you can move on and be actually happy in your life. Like I just, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. And another thing that um, kind of like touched on this in the interview, but I felt like Megan was bringing up Kate too much. And like, I, okay. I thought it was really yeah. strange that um, the one story she wanted to clear up was about how I guess the tabloids around their wedding had said that um, Megan made Kate cry over flower girl dresses. And then Megan is like, I mm -hmm. want to talk about that and say that the reverse happened. She made me cry, but she apologized and she's a good person. So it's like, if you forgive, forgive her, then why are you bringing this up? If like, I feel like there's just an agenda. Oh, there's always something to like, I'm perfect, but this person um, hurt me. I did nothing wrong. But like, like, there are plenty of other times she could have brought up the tabloids making up lies about her, but she had to draw Kate into it, mm -hmm. even though she's like, no, I forgave her. But then why did you bring now? And people have been like, like she thinks like that she's like you don't if you hate her or if you hate her if you love me you don't have to yeah. hate her if you love her you don't have to hate me but megan you just trashed her on tv pretty much like she it's like her you are too. saying things it's strange it's like like it's like you say she's a good person that you forgave her then stop bringing her up like it doesn't make yeah. any sense another thing is um megan was like so it's not like the movies like there's no princess training or royal protocol training or anything like that i went in there completely blind my question is like also, she was saying, like, she didn't know much about the royal family. She never Googled them. She never Googled Harry. Oh, that's such a lie. Of course, she would Google the guy, the prince you're going on a date with, a blind date with. And also, like, Harry, it's your responsibility to kind of show her the ropes. Like, if we want to play that card, Megan, look at your husband. He didn't do anything to help you. Like... <laughs> Yeah, I think it actually really painted Harry in a really bad light because it showed like, and I feel really bad for her that she was suicidal. That's horrible. But the fact that he's like, I was embarrassed to ask for help. Like you were a horrible Ooh. husband, especially to everybody was like his own siblings run like a mental health yeah. charity. Like they do a lot of that. Like he was embarrassed. I just think he's a bad, I just think he's really <laughs> dumb. I think he's really stupid. I think, I think Harry was the one who dropped Maybe. the ball here.
Because then she also claimed nobody knew about it. So then it's like, okay, I can't help you if I don't mm. know you're struggling. And then, but then so they claim nobody knew, but then Harry must have known, but Harry did nothing because he's a wimp. I think he's a coward. I think he's a, he's a dumb coward. I'll say it. <laughs> I said it. And I think too, like he, he could have done it. Yeah. He could have prepared her yeah. more. Also, I, she's not a stupid woman. She was also 36 when they got married. They're That's in their the 30s. Other thing. Like she's not 19 like Lady Di was. Like she, and I'm sure she Googled him. There is no way. Also, no one seemed to bring up. He's like, I've done the work. You dress up as a Nazi and use like um, a rate, like a, what did he say? He called somebody something, a oh, slur. Yeah. And the, like in the army, I don't understand the army, but they had to like open up an investigation into it. But I'm like, oh, you conveniently, no, you, it's funny how nobody's brought that up in this whole thing. Like, it's like, I just, I think it's. Ridiculous. Yeah. And um, what was everything I was going to say? And like, I do feel for Megan and that like, it must be hard to move to England. It's like, there's no sun out ever. You're right. by yourself. You don't have like, and she only has her mom. It sounds like it's a culture. Yes. Shock. Like I could feel, understand yeah. how she feel alone. And then especially if she wasn't being like, she wasn't really fitting in with that family it could be hard and stuff. But like, I just think that yeah. what I really wanted from them was to, again, take responsibility. If, even if Harry was like, look, I dressed up as a Nazi when I was in my 20s. I did all these things. But like, I have learned from that. But also, like, we had a hard time this way. If they had just kind of like brought up how they're not perfect, too. And like how like, oh, maybe I didn't prepare her enough. But like, you know, I would have been much yes. more in support of them if they were like, if this whole thing was about like trashing the British tabloids. I would have been like, oh yeah, yeah I totally get it. That they treat you to treat you horrible. They were racist. I would have been on their side more. This I thought was unnecessary and just, I think an attention grabbing stunt. Again, like I've just never completely mm, thought like Megan was like authentic or like, I hate that word, but like genuine, I guess. No, I get it. Well, even the way she gave answers, it was very yeah. Like it just like she's an actress. Like she's been trained to do that. I just and yeah, I agree. I don't think it. No, and authentic. I mean again, when she, I, I think she was kind of embellishing things or maybe just lying because then she in that book again, Finding Freedom, they detail how Megan is like a go getter. Like she wakes up at four a.m. She sends emails at four thirty a.m. She does yoga all the time. She's doing all these things. How could she not prepare oh. herself to go into the royal family? Look up how things are and well, like. And really think, like, do I want to be in this family without watching documentaries, asking her prince husband or fiance, like, what is it really like? I just feel like she needs to own up a little bit. And, like, I don't know. Does that make sense at all? Yeah. Another thing, too, we haven't even touched upon the bullying allegations. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, this is something interesting, too, because this is a truth. Like, the, their staff, hers and Harry's staff, they had the like extremely high term turnover. So either they were firing people mm -hmm. left and right, or people were just quitting for some reason. That's but why it was I, like, I kind of believe it because like I, the proof is in the pudding. I believe it too. I believe it too. And I, I also, I don't think she's ever had the her have her people outright denied it. They just said like they're trashing um her character. Mm. But is that like? Is that a full denial? No, and I just, I think her personality, like, again, she's like a go-getter. I think she knows what she wants. I think that she wants, she wanted things done in a certain mm -hmm. way. But, like, with the royal family, they're ancient and they are, follow rules. Like, they're so, like, do you follow rules or you're out? Well, it's not no. America. So again, it's not America. Like, America's, it is different. Like, it's like, I'm, but, I, and I, I'm sorry she went to this blind, but also she didn't have to go into this why blind. Didn't like, Harry I'm kind of just, her then. Like, blame Harry. Like, <laughs> Harry is a moron. Harry is so stupid. I honestly, I said it's for the record. I think Harry's stupid. I think he has a lot of problems. I think they both have a lot of problems because it sounds they like they did, have rough yeah. childhood. Like, um, and also, 
Well, that's the bad about Megan's like dad. He was terrible and like hired or like Daily Mail took pics of him and he like knew about, like things were right. weird things about that. Like, and then Harry, I do feel bad for him because I think that what happened was like it was really traumatizing when his mom died, obviously, and then he just had a hard time feeling like he had a yeah. place in the royal family. So when he meets this like woman who's right. like forty or I don't know how old she is, but she's like lived life. She has knows who she is and like what she wants. I think he was like, oh, I'll follow that and I'll feel like I mean something. And then she had all these ideas probably of being like let's move to Santa Barbara let's go into Hollywood you can be a producer and you can have some meaning in your life because you're not going to be king so like I can totally say I've never thought about that I just um I don't know I'm just kind of I don't know I I just think it's not going to get better ever since Harry or no William had a response I don't think it's going to get I was kind of surprised that he responded because I thought that like they would just use the queen's response I think so too I'm assuming, um, yeah, like they weren't supposed to, but I bet he just says, I honestly can sense like there's actual real of tension. Course. Like this is not just for the tabloids. I really do think um, that he's very mad at Harry, which I don't blame him. Like, can you imagine like a sibling or something going on national television and being like, this, this, this is true. And then not speak, not like not letting somebody speak up and like give their side of the story. Like mm-hmm. I never said that well, or, you know, yeah, whatever. The royal family, they're um, not allowed to like comment on or like do sit down interviews on anything. So Harry and Meghan knew that. So like, I don't know. That was another dig at them. Yeah. I think it's, um, my other thing too, I really disliked how they used and it, I, they used Diana as like, uh, like they used her yeah. narrative as like a way to like I thought it was really manipulative. Like even the way um Meghan Markle was dressed was a nod to an interview Diana gave um, um about Charles yeah. and Camilla. Like she wore a black shirt, she wore eyeliner, like dark eyeliner. Like it was truly like it was so orchestrated. And I kind of just like that too, because then I think Harry's like, well it's my mom. But then it's also William's mom. Like yeah. it's like it's you can't just like use I just thought it was very exploitative exploitative and um, I, I feel bad for the things she went through if she went through all that stuff. Um, but I also just think this was a really tasteless way to do, to so go So I'm this. fully knowledgeable about Diana's issues. She had it way worse than them. And I also, she didn't have like a Harry, like a husband to help her. Like she was yeah. completely alone. Also the, I feel like the paparazzi were more obsessed with Diana than Megan ever, you know, they ever were with her. So like, I don't. You can kind of compare their situations, but not really. And I know what you mean about how, like, everything seems very orchestrated. It's all, like, it all smells like PR. Like, of course it is. Like, they want to make themselves look good. And they like having little, like, secret clues about stuff and, like, nods to things. And I get it. But it is just, again, it just feels, like, orchestrated and not genuine and not like they actually wanted to, like, like, again, I don't know the point of this interview was. I thought they had moved on, like. It's been a year. <laughs> and also COVID happened. No one cares about you guys. Yeah. We, we have huge problems in the world right now. Like people like it's really I just complaining about money when you're in a mansion in Montecito well, like, like Crimea River. I, only had, I don't like twenty million dollars I inherited. Like what was I supposed to do? Like couch surf? And it's like, no, Harry, you can like buy like a decent house. Like you don't need to like I don't know. It just didn't make sense to me why they're doing all this. But um yeah i just think they did it wrong i think so too um i also um i think that they like to look um relatable too so when they went to their um chicken coop um megan said some things that were just like they're like these are our (laughs) rest so they're like these are our rescue chickens aren't all chickens rescues or like (laughs) like why does that matter it's just well it's like i know she said like i love rescuing things which is like 
that was so gross to me because it's like it just cringy. I rescued Harry. Like it just like I it just was okay, so orchestrated. Another- All of it was so fake. I just uh. very comment about like when I was in Nottingham Cottage, I was watching The Little Mermaid and I thought, oh my gosh, oh my she marries a prince and loses her voice and then she gets her voice back. And then she and then Harry looked kind of uncomfortable at that point. Like he's like, uh, again. Like <laughs> It was embarrassing. I just, it's so yeah. inauthentic. It's just so inauthentic. It, it sounded so rehearsed. It sounded like she was pandering so much. Like, I just, like, it did not seem legit. Like, I just feel like it was so rehearsed. Like, I just did not feel authentic. It felt so fake. Yeah, and um, actually on TikTok today, I, I guess, um, you know, Sarah Ferguson, the, um, like, Beatrice's mom? Fergie, Fergie? yeah. So I guess she uh-huh. did an interview on Oprah in the 90s, like, after she got divorced and um, yeah. I was watching clips of it. She, of course, is not an actress, so I think she held herself a little bit more. Like, she was more nervous, I guess. So her answers weren't as, like, good or clear. But she did, um, I thought it was interesting. Oprah pointed out, she was like, or no, Fergie was like, I know that I come from, like, a really privileged, like, background. Like, I was a princess. I was living in a palace. But it is, like, really hard to be there. And you, like, have to follow the rules or you're out. And it's, like, really hard. I wish that Megan kind of, like, said that too like I know that I like my career would have been nothing if I hadn't married into the royal family like everything I have now is because of them they got me recognized got me on the map mm-hmm. so like I just felt like there was no and I, I'll get canceled for this too but just like no um like recognition of like what the royal family has done for her like career I guess and like her image or like well it's just I just like I just think they both neglected to mention how calculated this all has been. Like it's like, and they would never say that. But it's like, I I just I I just don't really believe. I'm sure there's a middle like a, a middle ground where I'm yeah. sure some of what they said is true. I'm sure you know. I just I just think this is really tasteless. And honestly, I don't think there's as long as they're together. And I don't want to speculate anything about their relationship in the future, but I don't think there's it's ever going to be back the same as he he will never speak to his family the same way ever again. Yeah, they seem pretty in love to me right now, but like you know who knows like whatever. But um, yeah, it and also like I wonder when they'll go back to England next. Well, I was thinking too. Philip is ninety nine. He probably will die soon. Will he go to the? Will Harry go to the funeral? Will Meghan go to the funeral? Also, his. His birthday is in June, so hopefully he makes it to 100. I guess. <laughs> wow. Um. So I had like I guess one more thing because we've been talking for a while about this. Um. So they were saying that um, Archie, their son, was denied the title of prince, and because mm-hmm. and Megan like speculated because he was gonna because he was like mixed race. So back to the racism thing. Mm-hmm. But um, I read that they were offered for Archie the title of earl of something but they didn't want that they wanted prince and also there's a rule that um only the grandchildren like from 1970 yeah, so only the grand um, only the grandchildren of like the current king or queen can have the title of prince or princess and i think that's also why mm-hmm. william's kids have they have that title because like they're direct like descendant or i don't or something, or something yeah. like that and I think they were just mad that he, like, didn't get the title of prince. But it's, like, once Charles is king, he can ha- make that happen. Like, I don't know why he needed to have it now. And also, you say... Oh, and Charles yeah. will be king soon. Like, there's no way... They're 95 and 99. They're not going to live forever. And like, it's- I also don't understand. It's, like, if you want that title for your son so bad, but you, like, 
talk so badly about the royal family and you and then Megan's like titles don't mean anything to me but she's like I want that for <laughs> Archie <laughs> so it doesn't make sense to me oh also they kept their titles they kept their yeah. titles like it's like I know that's why I don't understand either so I just I yeah again it was just not very well done to me I didn't really feel bad for them there's you know some things I can I think anyone can emphasize with empathize with but um right right, right. overall they're set they have like a hundred million dollar deal with Netflix like they're set they're fine oh yeah I don't this feel is, bad for they're them fine. they're like, doing just fine they have a good house they have money they have friends they have like kids like they're totally fine and I, I just feel like this was kind of tone deaf in a time when like like coronavirus is happening it was like we, no one cares no one feels bad for you there's other things happening like and it's just a lot of it was just a lot of like um it was so sensationalized yeah. like it just is like if you really have something to say if you really want to say like hey i was a victim of racism that's fine and like this particular person says something i'm just really confused why you didn't say who it was or like i don't know it just seems so i already said this but i don't know it just seemed very just so like much like tea it was just so tell it just looks it just was uh, so manufactured yeah so um i don't know if i'll ever watch the full thing just because i feel like i got the gist of all of it from like tiktok and articles but um i mean that's again yeah. i don't know if i'm completely on anyone's side because i know the royal family has a lot of weird things about them too but like oh yeah i think they have a lot of weird things i'm no. not really on anybody's side i just I don't just... want to blindly praise Ugh. someone just because of like I don't know. So I, so yeah, I just right. wanted to examine everyone's um, role in this because I think everyone should take responsibility and accountability and things that they've done or said. But we did not get that from Harry and Meghan. And then William and Kate can never say anything or do an interview because that's just not what you do when you're like about to be king. And like, I don't know. So that's kind of unfair to them. Right. So they knew what they were doing. Um, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out, I guess. Yeah, I'm interested to see, especially after Williams. Thing yeah, today, so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. So <laughs> those like um, forty minutes or something. <laughs> I know that that took a that was longer than the episode than the it's gospel okay. episode. Um. So, do you have anything else? I don't. Um. Say? Just I don't think we deserve to be canceled. I'm just saying. Um. If, if you, <laughs> <laughs> we're just talking. I was. We're not trying to. I'm just, we're discussing it, and I just feel like it was very inauthentic. That's all I have to say, just, okay? I mean, just, yeah. Okay. So, but I think we'll do another Gossip Girl episode next week, and then, um, I don't know, we'll probably do High School Musical 2 at some point, because we're going through those. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything else to do. No, you can just follow us at um, An Evening in the Yachts um, on Instagram or Evening in the Yachts podcast. That's where we're most active. So go ahead if you have questions to DM us. Um, again, we would like not to be canceled. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, so yeah, that's kind of all I have. So I have two. Um, if you have any like questions or anything like that or want us to cover a certain topic or whatever, just yeah, DM us. Um, yeah. I'll leave a comment. I... Uh, you already said that. Um, well, thank you for listening to another episode of An Evening in the Aughts. So have a good night. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Good night.